Hello, and welcome to another episode of Got Beef Podcast, the podcast that cuts deep in the personal and celebrity beefs, fights, and feuds. You are listening to episode 33, and I am the first host of the podcast to speak. My name is Frank. Uh, with me, as always, are the other hosts of the podcast. If you don't already know, that is Mo. Hey. And Jane. Sup. Why do you sound so awkward? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, there's no good way. There's no great way of introducing this podcast. The way you've done it for the past 31 episodes has been fine. But it's been different. Sorry, I was taking a drink. Uh, it was really loud. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's been different. I I had a script that I read from for like at least the first 15 to 20 episodes. And then I just forgot to introduce us. But now, you know, keeping in mind that there are new people that could be listening to this episode, that I'm sure happen. they would like to know. That doesn't happen. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but it, it does happen. It doesn't. People Not as much us. as I would like it to, but it's it's still a possibility. <laughs> no, people hate us. Uh, the people that listen like us, I think. Mm. I haven't heard much to the contrary. I, I, I know Ashley and Will were listening to us on their vacay trip. Ah, uh, yes. That is, whenever I notice that a chunk of episodes have been listened to, I know that uh, our friends have gone on vacation <laughs> or gone on a trip. <laughs> and then, I don't know, is is, uh, is um, Beef Eater Benny still listening? Yeah. yeah. I just don't think he's caught up. That's fair. Mm. So, hey, when you listen to this in, like, six weeks. <laughs> also. Oh, and um, Jess. We shouldn't forget Jess. Jess listens religiously also. Oh, yeah. She has caught up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you don't like Jess, so why would we? I do. You don't? I, you hate Jess. I, I don't. She said that on multiple occasions. Wow. I think uh, somebody's projecting at this table. I don't hate Jess. Jess knows I don't hate her. Mm. I may only like her because of her cats, but I don't hate her. Wow. <laughs> Wow. And that was real. That, there was no joking on that one. I was joking. I mean, she knows I like is her. pretty damn cute. So, um, uh, along with recording our thirty third episode, I think we have to give a round of applause and congratulations to Bella Thorne. Who? Who? She broke a record of earning one million dollars in twenty four hours. With an OnlyFans account. Oh, good for oh, her. Good for her. What'd she do? She put it in her butt? Uh, I don't know if she... <laughs> oh, a, Bella Thorne. She, yeah. You have apparently seen, she, seen Blended, right? No. Oh. A, apparently she's a former Disney star. Yeah. As well. She was She was the redhead that was on the show with Zendaya. It was past your time. Jalen watched it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so she's starting OnlyFans. Yeah. Got $1 million. Definitely put it in her butt. I don't know. It doesn't say what she did. You have to you, subscribe. That's only, why. Okay. First of all, OnlyFans is only for getting naked and doing things. Not really. I've seen people sell um, their art on OnlyFans, and there is a artist that I actually follow on um, on TikTok, and she uses her OnlyFans to do commissions. Okay, those are the exceptions, not the rule. Also, why an OnlyFans? Because they like, take why? out the the least amount of tax. I get, so, so like if you put it at $12 a month, she does monthly commissions and then she'll get 10 bucks a month. So they only take out $2 in taxes. Whereas I use Etsy for mine 
and it is a dollar ninety five a post. So the commissions are that if you give her a commission and you subscribe to her OnlyFans, she will just give you the art. But she gives because, you like a digital download of the art. You don't get the uh, original oh. art. So that's why it's so cheap. Ah, uh, but she I still don't get it. Uh, well, I mean, she it works for her because she makes a lot of money. And she, she's a really good artist, though. No. OnlyFans should only be for peens and vagines. There's That's an OnlyFans. And, and some T's and the, the B's. There's one OnlyFans that I have considered subscribing to. Um, I follow a guy on TikTok. And, I mean, he's an average looking guy. Mm-hmm. He is super nerdy. He play, He has a dad bod and he plays D&D. And he's the reason that I followed him because of his D&D content. He's funny. Uh-huh. And he made an OnlyFans. I'm just curious. Like what's on there? Yeah, I'm. I'm just curious enough because it's it's only six bucks a month, and I'm like, I'm gonna do it just one time. <laughs> I'm gonna see what he has on there. It's peen. I don't know. I mean, dad bod peen. His he pulls back his little dad gut so you can see his peen. <laughs> Is it that small? His uh, dupa, if you will. His, his dupa, yeah. <laughs> I uh, mean, maybe it's not that small, but maybe you know he's a you know grower, not a shower. So oh, he's maybe gotta, you know. No, and he has his. I clicked on his OnlyFans because I I've never seen like the layout of OnlyFans, so I wanted to see what the website looked like. Mm-hmm. And his header photo, it's like a header on Twitter, is what it looks like. And it's him with a D twenty right in front of his junk on his bed, and it is majestic. Oh, it's real small. Yeah, it's real small. No, then. like a like a D twenty <laughs> pillow. Sorry, like one of those bigger. Like it's a, just covered by two die <laughs> or one die. I don't know how that happens. It's one. one. Okay. Well, there. Okay. I mean, it is the biggest of them. So I no, mean, it's good a, for him in that respect. But it's a like a pillow, like a throw pillow. D twenty. Yeah, I don't. Apparently, Cardi B also had one. Yep. Uh, How did she not break that record? Well, she told fans up front, "No, I'm not going to be showing my titties, or my pussy, or my ass. Just straight up real life content shit. You guys be mad nosy when it comes to my life." Oh well, that's fair. I mean, she did strip for so many years. She tried, you know. She, she also made she made it the cheapest that she could make it. Yeah. So well, also, I mean, she worked hard to get to a point where she didn't have to show her titties and her ass and her pussy. So I apparently you can do both. You can both work hard and then still show your titties. I mean, you can, and that's your personal choice. Do you want to show it off? Which is what Bella Thorne did. Yeah. Show it off, show it off. That's fine. I'm intrigued. But I also respect that she doesn't want to do that because she did have to do it for I also no. don't think that, um, I think a lot of people use OnlyFans for their um, sex work content because I don't think you can screenshot off the OnlyFans website. Mm. I think it blocks that function. Like, mm. like I tried to screenshot something on Netflix just to show Brian an actor. Like, hey, did you know this guy was in this show? Mm. And my screen comes out black. Really? And, yes. Huh. And it does it on Hulu and Amazon Prime. So I think that OnlyFans does the same thing. So that way you have to pay for the content and they're not getting hit with revenge porn lawsuits. See, I think that if you're a celebrity, this opens the door that if you think that you could be involved in a fappening event uh, like has happened before, Mm -hmm. just throw that shit on OnlyFans. Get out ahead of it. Remember that when that shit happened? God, that was so long ago. That was. Yeah. It was like what, like 2012? No, it was. Or, or it was later than that. It was about that time. Eh. Well, there's been a couple. I got uh, my original Twitter account. I was, <laughs> I was at 13,000 followers, and my Twitter got banned because I was like, "Damn, J Law showed her titties," and somebody reported it. And Twitter, <laughs> Twitter shut my account down. 
Yeah, so you said titties. Uh, I'm assuming because, because it was a part. I didn't tweet uh, out the picture or anything. But you were still. Like, I said. I said. Oh shit! Advertising. Yeah. And uh, and they went hard on that shit. Like they did. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, the fappening, <laughs> as it was, was a uh, a big data breach where a whole bunch of celebrities got their phones hacked and they had nudes of themselves on their phones and somebody sold them and leaked them to the internet and it was a it was a big thing it was huge yeah and then they tried to say like um there were ones that were like debunked because it was like nude scenes in like a movie and they're like, yeah. we found this on Scarlett Johansson's phone, but it was her in that one movie, The Strangers, or whatever movie she was in. Mm. Or The Neighbors, or something like that. I don't know what. She was naked in front of a mirror. Oh, sure. I don't know. I mean, if I were her, I'd be like, yeah, share it. I did it on, like, everybody's seen it. I did it on purpose. Go yeah. ahead. Throw it up there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've thought of, I just in my mind sometimes, I'm like, you know, I probably couldn't make, like, a lot of money. But, like, maybe there's some, like, old creepy dude who wants to buy, like, my feet pictures or something. People do sell feet pics on there. They do. They I sell mean, yeah. feet pics. People sell their underwear on Craigslist. Like, mm-hmm. I uh, I came across something on my For You page on TikTok where some lady and her husband, they sell his underwear. Which, apparently, they get I mean, way more money for. I'm down with that, too. You want to sell your underwear? You sell your underwear. What if that's finally the secret to world peace? Just is we just underwear? all start making porn. Huh. Like, what if that solves uh, all of our issues? I don't like that. I don't hate it. I mean, it would take the stigma out of it. It'd be a much better job. Yeah. If you can do it. I just, I mean, like, everybody else can do it, but I'm not comfortable with that for myself. You don't have to watch it. I, no, yeah. but I know I'm being recorded. <laughs> it's just like, I don't listen to the podcast because I can't stand the sound of my own voice. I wouldn't watch myself having sex. But exactly. Making porn is exactly like, like making a podcast. <laughs> exactly. I mean, in a way, it's creative content. They're they're artists in their I own mean, way. Does that mean that we're accountants now? Why oh, we? yep. I'm an accountant. What? It's, uh, it's a trend. On... It's a trend on TikTok. Uh-huh. Which, speaking of TikTok, let's get to our beefs. And I'll kick it off this week. Oh, no. Because my beef... Is with TikTok? Is with a current trend on TikTok. I've come around the TikTok. <laughs> I'm pretty okay with it at this point. I found people. I found videos. My For You page is pretty well curated at this point. That yeah. It keeps me happy. But no, there is a current challenge that's very popular in TikTok. In the community, as it were. And it's the shut up challenge. And it's where. Oh, I think I've seen it. It's where moms or stepmoms will get into cahoots with their child, stepchild, and they will ask them to do something and the child will respond with shut up or something disrespectful in front of the father figure. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the point is that the father figure gets so <clears throat> angry that you catch them getting angry, and then right. they tell them it's a joke. The challenge itself is fine. It, it can be amusing. My problem is that nearly every video that I've found look like they just stopped abuse from happening. Yeah. Like they get yeah. to that point. Like the father hears it and then they 
literally charge at the child or they come at them in some capacity and they just stop it just before they're literally going to beat the child. I saw one. Um, it was like one of the first ones that I saw and it was an off-duty police officer and he with his wife and their stepson mm. and the, the mom the stepmom was like hey riley i think that was the boy's name can you um can you did you clean your room and he goes he goes shut up you're not my real mom yeah and the dad turned around was like what the fuck did you just say and i was like <laughs> that is me as a parent and that's if it was just yelling and that's that would was, be one yeah. thing but no i've seen the but, ones where uh, they've like pulled over the car super aggressively and about to pop out of the car and get the kid out of the car yeah and just like get up from the couch and like literally run at the child oh like, it's so it's triggering like so it's horrible either so, i don't know if this is insight that's needed or not but frankie grew up in a home where they did not spank children like it didn't really happen uh that often it, it did happen uh the threats happened more than the actual um, yeah. i grew up where I, spanking was the first thing and it's it's bad it's not it's not like like come over here let me whoop you it's them charging at them and they look like they're ready to choke the child out and and i'm not your kid do what you want don't like bruise them or hurt them but also i'm not saying that is a bad thing or a good thing i'm just saying that it, i think it changes the perspective when you're watching these things well I, no i I understand that perspective perfectly well. I'm saying that in the lens of 2020, sure, it, it we now realize that those sort of actions aren't okay. There are better ways to go about doing it, mm-hmm. and also it it that shit will follow you. So if something happens later on down the line, that you know if those parents get divorced or yeah. something and there's a custody battle, yeah, you know, very, that video they can use that evidence. Front, right. and, I mean, it looks very damning and it, it makes me very uncomfortable at times. So the only one I've seen is very indicative of what would have happened in my household, which was the kid told the mom to shut up and the dad just looked at the mom like, oh shit, what's she about to do? <laughs> I love those ones. <laughs> those, ones those ones are fun. <laughs> but the ones where the parents just like verbally reprimand are my favorite because it's the dad or the mom just turning around like, the fuck did you just say to me? Mm-hmm. I love it so much because I know that that would be my initial response. Because I have a, a 13-year-old nephew who is a little shit. And that's my first response. It was, what the fuck did you just say to me? And those ones, <laughs> those ones are good. I love those ones. Yeah. But yeah, the ones, and I've seen more of the borderline abusive ones yeah. than I have I've, the verbal. I've seen those too. You have to wonder how much of that is staged. Also that's what too. I'm hoping that they're staged, yeah. like the dads are in on it. And if that is the case, then it then the whole fucking challenge is dumb then. But yeah, I guess I hope that they're all fake. <laughs> mm-hmm. So felt, that's it. Yeah. I felt, I fell down a rabbit hole trend of TikTok where it's like they are dressed kind of like in like their comfortable, like relaxing clothes and they throw up a shoe and they like kick it and oh, it yeah. transitions into them being dressed super nice. I fell into a hole of those today and I, um, I don't know why, but like someone did Girls in the Hood by Megan the Stallion with that one. And I was like, like enthralled with it. I watched the video like 20 times. So I was scrolling through Facebook the other day and I, I see it. I see it way too often where somebody's like rehoming their pet on Facebook Marketplace because they're moving and they can't take their dog with them or they're moving and they can't take their cats with them. And they go on this diatribe about how good of an animal it is and how much they love it and how they wish they didn't have to get rid of it. But their their hand is forced because they absolutely have to move. 
and it just it it enrages me like i would be homeless and live in my car before i gave elena to somebody else yeah or you know like if it's like something that like their hand is like literally being forced and they have to move into somewhere that's temporary because they're being evicted and they don't allow animals have a family member watch that animal for a little I mean, bit. Even but if you still buy food or litter or whatever you need to for it. Even if you didn't have a family member, even if you had nothing, literally if I had nothing and nowhere to go and my only option was an apartment where I couldn't have Elena or my car where I could, I would live in my car until I found a place where I could I would have her. sneak in Elena. Or sneak in Elena, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you would do those. I mean, people sneak animals into apartments all the time. And yeah. I think you should. No one at this table's done that. <laughs> yeah, okay, Mo. <laughs> Not. I've never done that. But I'm just saying that there are options. There are other options. And so you're full of shit if you put that on there. And I'm sorry, but it's the truth. I mean, there are. I will point out that you and I, especially you, I believe love animals way more than the average person. Quite possibly. But then if you don't, aren't on that level, don't get well, a pet. I know. But I mean, that that is the reality. There are people that, you know, have more middling feelings towards animals that do have pets and i question why you do have them but yeah i i think there is a, a disconnect there that and, and but i mean still there are times that people don't do as much as they probably could have and even still that's fine i i don't even have so much of a beef with that as i do with you going on this diatribe about how much you love this animal yeah and then you're giving it away like don't don't fucking lie just be like eh i'm kind of indifferent to this animal Why and i you always exactly lying? just be like hey i'm indifferent to this animal i found this really nice apartment but they don't let animals in so i'd rather have the apartment than this cat somebody want this cat <laughs> i can respect that <laughs> like that's how how o'brien and i got our first cat well the guy was like, hey, we just really don't want to care for this animal anymore. So it's either somebody come gets him or we're going to put him outside. Yeah. Respectable. I mean, still shitty, but at least you're not a liar, too. <laughs> you can only be one. You can either hate animals or be a shitty person. So which one is you it? You can't be both. <laughs> you can't be a liar and an animal hater. You have to choose one. I mean, really, you probably should because like karma. Putting that shit out into the world. Something bad's going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Right. But yeah, so just, you know, one, don't get a pet if you don't want a pet. Like, they're not they're not a two-year commitment. Like, cats are a 20-year commitment. Don't get a cat if you don't expect Literally. to have it. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're, that's not an over-exaggeration. Even like, if you get them as a kitten, even longer. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, our last cat passed away before she hit that threshold. But, I mean, truly, I thought that she would be around until we had kids and even into that. But yeah. most of the cats oh, I've had in my... <laughs> Can you imagine Cleo just... I just imagine her so angry when there's children. It's probably true. It's probably good that she didn't. Um, I just picture her yeah, sitting. It's there. probably good that our cat died. I, don't mean I just picture her sitting on the kid's dresser, just angrily staring at them like, you ruined my life. I was baby till you came. Elena, at least, was No, used no, to she was baby until I came. Yeah. Hey. Anyway. You're disgusting. Don't get animals if you aren't ready That's for That's how babies are made. No, it's not. Stork brings them. That kind of commitment. Or get a goldfish. They only live like four weeks. There is a guy that I work with. Um, he has a betta fish on his desk. Or had a betta fish. It passed away. But he cool. had it there for a while. I'm just saying like. <laughs> we used to have two at um, at the office where I work. We had. Um, I thought betta fish were supposed to live a long time. Uh-uh. No, mm. I mean longer than. They're angry. That's what. Yeah, they're. 
It's weird they're not called Alpha Fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's my band name. <laughs> Alpha Fish. <laughs> and then our, our cover band, its name is Beta Fish. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Don't don't be a cr- crappy person. Don't get rid of your animal. And if you are going to get rid of your animal, at least be honest about why. Don't go, don't go spouting off about how much you love the animal because obviously you don't. I accidentally turned off my mic there. So if you heard it click, that's what it was. Was it an accident? It, it, it really was. <laughs> because I was moving my mic because my back hurt. So I was trying to adjust to where I can sit comfortably. So that's our beef. And I moved my mic now in its hand. Now we are and moving on. I accidentally on, turned it and off. And now we're moving on. <laughs> I wasn't done. If you wouldn't the, have cut oh, me off. Oh, you're fucking done. It would have been. You're done, bud. You're done, bud. I quit. Now we're moving on to their beef. Their beef is fucking stupid. Their beef this week is between. Damn it, I did it again. Well, stop moving your mic. I can't help Take it. your hand off it. Okay, we're good. Don't touch it. Fuck you. Take your hand hands off, off it. No. Hands Sit on your off. Hands. Sit we're on your on. goddamn hands. We're moving on. Their beef this week is between Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. and Rose McGowan. Interesting. I don't know who the second person is. So they were both co-stars of the acclaimed series Charmed. Uh, Rose McGowan has also been in numerous movies and other TV shows and such. Just imagine I one can't of name the three any. brunettes on Charmed. She's one of the two that is not Alyssa Milano. She was after Shannon Doherty? Yes. She's after Shannon Doherty leaves. Yeah. Nope. I never watched Charm. Charmed. You should. It's so good. Have you seen Monkey Bone? Is that the one where the guy has like the... The a tape monkey? on his yeah. neck? Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. My brother took me to see that movie theaters. She was the cat lady. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So, uh, according to E! Online, they got into a bit of a Twitter beef this week. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> old people and Twitter beef. They're not that old. Uh, so old enough rose mcgowan started off uh it's a very political month that it's Uh, been uh so she started off on the uh let me see here uh rose mcgowan started off by tweeting the 19th amendment writing that under the leadership of democratic president woodrow wilson the U.S. Constitution was amended to grant women the right to vote, but then followed it up with, did you conveniently forget only white women got the right to vote? They betrayed all others. And then quoted Marilyn Manson saying, I was not born with enough middle fingers. Uh, saying, if I had been the leader of the suffragettes, I would have waited and fought for everyone's right to vote. They fucked up, and you wonder why black women think white feminists are frauds. Most are. Then Alyssa Milano chimed in, saying, Rose and anyone bleeding the same in Spongebob sarcasm type, Democrats (laughs) don't help people, (laughs) which is the only way I could describe that. Uh if you you're bleeding that same nonsense your lies are going to hurt people less privileged than you it's kind of it's the kind of thing an actual fraud would do thousands of people are dying a day but you go on with your hyperbolic attention-seeking tweets uh mcgowan then accused milano of appropriating the me too movement uh, saying one you stole hashtag me too 
uh, a brilliant communication tool, not a movement from Tirana. You co-opted my movement, the cultural reset for fame, jealous of me for outing my rapist. You made $250,000 per week on Charmed. Number two, you threw a fit in front of the crew yelling, they don't pay me enough to do this shit. Appalling behavior on the daily. I cried every time we got renewed because you made that set toxic as fuck. Oh. Now get off my coattails, you fucking fraud. Whoa. That got Uh, dark. uh, She then uploaded a interview clip from 2018 where she told Nightline that she wasn't a fan of Milano's saying, I don't like her because I think she's a lie. Then Milano posted later, do you think we can get hashtag Alyssa Milano is a lie to trend number one before I fall asleep? Everyone saying sweet things. I see you. Thank you. Everyone saying horrible things. I see you. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, then later sent a statement to Inu saying hurt people hurt people. Comment commenting any further doesn't align with my wellness plan. Uh, McGowan's rep has yet to be reached for comment. Well, yeah, because at this point, she's like, I don't know what to say, because you all just kind of went at it. There's no PR statement that can fix this shit show. (laughs) (laughs) So, in the apparently long, festering beef between Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan, who do we side with? Starting with Jane. Oh, can I ask clarifying questions? I know I always do. Yes. Do we know, is Rose McGowan a Republican? And she was specifically doing that, saying Democrats don't help people? Or was she uh, just speaking on the commentary of the fact that the suffragettes did not wait for the other races to be able to vote? From what I've gathered, she is either a current independent that was a Democrat, or she is currently a Democrat. Okay, so that wasn't her point. Uh, no, her point was that the current party isn't doing enough to help people which whether or not you agree or disagree with that statement that is what she was saying i believe okay um i mean she made a lot of points that i think would be hard you'd be hard pressed to um discount especially since it doesn't sound like Alyssa milano came back to say a lot to defend herself um, the only thing I can't really get on board with is her, regardless of whether she appropriated the Me Too movement or not, if you're a rape victim, you don't go after another rape victim for talking about their rape as well. Like, the whole idea of it was to get that out there mm-hmm. and to talk about it and to make it a less, like, uh, taboo thing to talk about your rape and, and to report it. Right. So, right. I will say, I don't know for a fact whether or not Alyssa Milano is a rape victim. I She could have been one of the many people that were standing as allies to the movement and not actually a victim. Mm-hmm. So that I don't know. This one's hard because it feels very personal. It feels like Rose McGowan had a lot of this like pent up and like so yes. much of it is I mean clearly she <laughs> she has a bit of a penchant anymore for kind of going off the rails. I mean, I kind uh, of I kind of respect it. I respect the the level of F bombs. I mean, really and truly. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done. Um 
really I, I wish Alyssa Milano had said more. I wish that there was more from her end. Because mm-hmm. that would make it easier. But I think for now I'm gonna go with Rose McGowan. Okay. I'm not confident in this decision. So if she turns out to be an asshole, let's just remember that. Okay. No. I'm gonna go with, with Jane on that one. Rose Mc, McGowan. Ian no. McGregor is who I'm going with. <laughs> um, because, well, one, it, it did feel like super personal without getting like political on, like, cause you know, her first tweet was like super political. Yeah. I mean, it started so, off political, then got very personal. Yeah. So it, it sort of felt like, I feel like someone doesn't hold that much hate for somebody for so long if that hate was, isn't actually like founded or isn't, doesn't have any foundation to it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at this point, I mean, if she does turn out to be an asshole, my bad, but I'm going to go with Rose. Okay. What about you? Not like it matters at this point, but. I also don't entirely know. Both of them are kind of hard horses to hitch my wagon to mm-hmm. at this point. I've never heard that saying. I mean, it. I've taken similar liberty with it, but it, it's a phrase. <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I would think that if Rose is saying all of this, that it is true, mm-hmm. but there were also other co-stars. I don't know if Shannon Doherty felt the same thing. I don't know if the other charmed sister, I don't right. know her fucking name, uh, if she felt the same way. I mean, she stayed on the entire fucking series, so she must not have thought it was that bad. Or I would like to hear her side or of the just story. liked money more than drama. I don't know. Well, and I think too, you could you could make a point that if we're talking about feminism and you're offended by a woman fighting for her right for fair pay, then maybe you're not such a feminist to begin with. I don't know. I mean, what I know of the entertainment industry, including sports and that as well, is generally that once one person makes more money, that can only give you leverage to then make at least that much money. So I don't, I don't know about that. I mean, and also, I mean, well, that's, that's a whole other story. I was going to say, if a male had fought for that, it would not have been as big of a, like, nobody would see him as a bitch. No. No. Um, I, I, I guess I'm also gonna go with Rose. And, and there is a high probability that she could be off the fucking rails. And we <laughs> like could, that a little bit though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we sided with Chris Brown. So I think that our, you guys sided our, with Chris Brown. <laughs> our history, I did not side with Chris Brown. Jane and Brian? It would have had to have been three to us. It three wasn't of us me. Or two. Three of the four of us did. So if it wasn't Frankie and it well, wasn't Well, I you. wasn't voting back then. Oh. Yeah. So it could have been. So uh, it was Jane way. and fucking Brian. So knowing that this could totally blow up on our faces, we all side with Rose McCallum. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't come for us. <laughs> Please just know that we were naive. We were using the limited information <laughs> we were given. Very limited information. Uh, so yeah. Uh, Rose McGowan, we eh, we support you in your beef against Alyssa Milano. There's an asterisk next to that. That's just for right now. Until yeah, until it turns out you crazy as fuck. <laughs> Pending investigation. <laughs> Sweet. All right. So that takes us to questionable beef. 
Well, you guys think it's questionable. Be is it red? Is it blue? Is it purple? Is it green? All we know is that it's questionable beef. <laughs> you like it? It's beautiful. I I made some amendments to it. I I liked it. It's liked different it. every week, and that's the fun of it. Um. So this week's questionable beef is so. This is this is prompted by Ashley and Will, and mostly Ashley's picture of her being on the beach and me being super fucking jealous. Fuck her. Um, <laughs> Just kidding, Ashley. We love you. Yeah. Uh, she's actually on your beach. Yeah. She's at Myrtle Beach. Why is that my beach? I don't know because we were there last year and you liked it. Oh, I yeah. like I like all beaches. But yeah, but you were like Fuku. Fucking in tune. You were Fuku. <laughs> that's how I. That's fucking in tune. <laughs> that's just how I am at the beach. Like uh, it was. It was a little creepy at times. I'm not gonna lie, listeners. Like Why? She would go at night. She would. She would go herself. walk on the beach at night. <laughs> have you Have you ever walked on the beach at night? It's super peaceful. No, because I no. listen to Garth Brooks and it's creepy. There's a song about uh, this lady who dies. Like this, she goes crazy, and because this guy left her, and she walks in the ocean, she dies, and then it talks about that's, her walking on the beaches at night. That's the 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 th- story of La Llorona. Oh well, he he made a song about it. Garth Brooks is cultural appropriating Mexican. He culture. might be. Okay, I mean, I, <laughs> I probably. Fuck I mean, up. a lot of country singers yeah. culturally yeah. appropriate <laughs> I mean, Mexican culture. Let's be real. I mean, okay, listen, Kenny Chesney, <coughs> Luke Bryan, <coughs> <coughs> Jimmy Buffett. <coughs> Jimmy Buffett's not a country singer. He was in one Alan Jackson song that does not make you a country singer. Uh, he was also in a Zach Brown song. This is true. Th- that does make you a country singer. Okay, that's too far. People that listen to country are more likely to listen to Jimmy Buffett. I know, we're uh, really bringing in the country demographic this week. <laughs> listen, listen. The beach is nice. I like it. I like it during the daytime. I like it during the nighttime. It's nice, and it's pretty, and I like the way that the moon reflects off the water. So leave me alone. I was out there looking for seashells. That's fair. And hermit oh, crabs oh, come out going. at night, okay. and I wanted to see hermit crabs. And maybe there was a shark. Should have looked know. in your panties. Hermit crabs aren't a thing. That's just regular crabs. <laughs> Dumbass. Someone needs to go back that to 8th grade health. That was the joke, Mo. Someone needs to go back to 8th grade health. Anyway, let's talk about questionable beef. <laughs> questionable beef. The question is, so in the age of COVID, what do you feel is the perfect COVID vacation? COVID. COVID vacation. So considering social distancing, considering you know requirements that you might have to wear a mask things like that what is your perfect covid vacation and we'll go with shit um so i was thinking of going somewhere where it's like normally packed Mm -hmm. because that would be like the perfect time to do all the things because it wouldn't be as packed Mm -hmm. so i would i would like go to like la okay Mm. that's like one or or like uh las vegas that's fair because you gotta choose one okay well la first okay. because that'll probably be the more expensive one yeah <laughs> um so i would i want to see um i want to see all the things like i want to see the walk of fame i want to go see the hollywood sign i want to mm. do all the touristy things mm-hmm. and i feel like with everything going on it wouldn't be as busy that's fair it's good good call and now i'm trying so I've heard it's still pretty trafficy, but but yeah, not as bad as it normally is. <laughs> Fair. I and I have now experienced LA traffic firsthand, and fuck that. Yeah, I like their all their highways are like six lanes, and it's still that bad. I don't know. The guy got off the highway. It took like two hours and forty five minutes to get from LAX LAX to the hotel, and it was like. 
15 miles. It was stupid. It, it's because, like so many big cities, it, everyone commutes to it. They don't actually right. live there. Right. So everyone comes into the From city suburbs, to work, yeah. and then they leave again. So Yeah. Yeah, everybody lives in Beverly Hills, and they travel to L.A. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I have a friend that actually lives in L.A., and I don't know how the fuck he does it. Yeah, I have... Somebody I worked with does also live in L.A. now, and I don't know how she does it either. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He, but he worked at a, because he's an, also a fellow animal lover. He worked at a um, super uppity, like, um, boutique for animals, and he took care of a lot of celebrities' dogs. That's fun. Yeah. And he said Ariana Grande was a bitch. Oh, that's <laughs> Not <sad>. surprising. <laughs> okay. Frank? I am going to go with, so... Ideally, with the restrictions that are put in place, Mm -hmm. it's very hard to travel right now. Right. So, my idea is, and you also can't trust hotels right now, Mm -hmm. and you can't even count on the fact that er all the amenities within the hotel are even available. Mm -hmm. Like, when we stayed in Columbus earlier this year, or just last month, actually, uh, the pool was closed. Right. Which was a major bummer. So fucking stupid. So. And it was hot as balls. Knowing that, I want to have the experience of being in a hotel, but knowing that it's even cleaner and it's just us, my ideal COVID vacation is you rent the fanciest Airbnb you can find Mm -hmm. and you stay there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like huge... You got a pool, you got barroom games in the basement, mm-hmm. got leather couches mm-hmm. and a theater set up, yeah. you stock the fridge full of alcohol, mm-hmm. and you just have all of your meals delivered to you. Yep. DoorDash, Uber Eats, all of it. When we were looking to go to Destin like this year, when we were first planning our family, family vacation, we found a house like that, mm-hmm. and it was like, it slept like 15 people. Yeah. And I was like, that is huge. I wouldn't even have to see my family on a family vacation. Mm -hmm. Ideal. (laughs) For you. I mean, everyone knows, like, the super nice neighborhoods where they live. Mm -hmm. I'm talking find a house in that neighborhood. And you just, you roll roll play for a week, a weekend, whatever you got to do, you role play that you live that life. Well, yeah, because when you go on vacation, you act like you're rich anyway. You eat out for every meal. You Mm -hmm. you buy and uh, consume more alcohol than you normally would. Yeah. Yeah. We even looked at um, because Brian and <laughs> Brian watched Ocean's Eight for the first or Ocean's Eleven for the first time, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Man, we should just we should just plan a trip to Vegas. Let's do it. I mean, it's cheap to stay there. They want you to spend all your money. It really? Is. Yeah. So Brian, I found a really nice Airbnb apartment on the Strip, mm-hmm. forty eight dollars a night. I'll tell you what, the hotel we stayed in for Super Zero last year, eighty six bucks a night, it's and that cheap. thing was like fifteen floors and yeah. had a casino and. Like three different restaurants and two different shopping centers. Because they want you to spend all your money on the casinos. I don't think that you can get the full Vegas experience doing an Airbnb. Well, it was, but it was on the strip. That's that's the only reason I left. I think you have to stay at a hotel in Vegas. His point being that it's always dark. Like it is disorientingly dark. Like you wake up at 7 a.m. and you have to walk through the goddamn casino to get Mm -hmm. to breakfast and it's dark. There is no sun. That's weird. There's no sun. Why, why did you like it there? I didn't like it there. Oh, I, I hated did. it there. I thought you liked it. Well, I guess Jane's not coming to Vegas with us. So, yeah. I lost out in the desert. I think the best you can do, and to be totally safe, 
to still, you know, make sure that you and others that you would vacation with stay healthy and stay safe. I think that is the best vacation you could possibly get right now. That's a good answer. My answer is similar. Mm-hmm. And this it better I'm, not be too similar. It's not. I'll I'm putting it. a caveat on this. This is the one and only time you will hear me say that I want to go on vacation in the wintertime. To not a to not a warm place. Okay. I'll say so, many times you want to leave. Well, the yes, cold. I want to go somewhere warm, but I think going somewhere warm right now is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a lot of people flooding those places the people who had vacations planned and you know for one reason or another have decided to still go or just live there and want to do the fun things yeah, or that, live there and want to do the fun things and i'm not judging anybody i'm judging a little bit i don't want to put myself in that position um for many reasons the most you know the number one being my grandfather and not wanting to get him sick so yeah i would say this is the one year i think taking like a family christmas vacation would be awesome and going to like a cabin in like I don't know. Like Gatlinburg. Like Gatlinburg or Pigeon the Forge. Poconos or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, anywhere where it would Wait, be... the Poconos aren't warm? Where no, the Poconos, Poconos is in Pennsylvania. They're oh, I didn't know that. Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, every, every time I hear someone, we're going to the Poconos, I always picture it's like a beach. It yeah. is like Midwestern, like, uh, beachy. I mean, it's not a beach, but like... That's, is it like, like the Ozarks? It is it yeah, the Ozarks? It's, it's, it's mountainy, yeah. It's the Ozarks. But, um... Jason Bateman's there with a money laundering scheme. <laughs> But I think it would be a really good year to do that kind of secluded, like, Christmas vacation. So you go Christmas rent a nice... Vacation. And you can rent a really nice cabin. Christmas like, you can rent vacation. cabins with indoor pools, indoor hot tubs. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can find all of that. So Oh, yeah. We found a bunch. Yeah. Brian and I were mm-hmm. looking at Pigeon Forge, too, because, you know, we're broke bitches and we like to pretend we're going on vacation. Mm-hmm. And Pigeon Forge even had ridiculously yeah. nice... Or even an outdoor hot tub. An outdoor hot tub is fabulous in the middle of winter. I mean, that's just fun. Oh, yeah. You know? So, uh, last time I did that, I got the worst case of bronchitis i ever had okay. so I'm never doing that again <laughs> thanks caitlin's parents <laughs> giant floor-to-ceiling windows yep. with a christmas tree in front yep. of it mm-hmm. everyone's wearing matching turtleneck sweaters and you're drinking hot cocoa and you're singing or hot toddies hot toddies or mm-hmm. spiked eggnog mm-hmm. and then everybody wears mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. wears the matching jammies on christmas morning i yeah. i think my mom has talked about going on vacation for christmas for years just not having to deal with everything, not having to run around to 14 different places, just... But she's I mean, always talked about going somewhere warm. <laughs> well, I also get that, but also, like, take however stressful Christmas Day is, yeah, and then add on top of that a vacation. Oh, sure. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's but just I think, double trouble. I think the idea is... There are no gifts. There are no like the the gift. The the idea is. I still want fucking what? gifts. No, I'm, no, I'm, good I'm with out. That. I'm outie. No. I want. Well, Stop. I mean, we don't I, want I don't want gifts. I want to give people gifts because that's my favorite part. I want to do both. Here's the idea: is that the gift give me to, gifts so I can give you gifts. The gift to each other is the vacation. Everybody splits the cost of the house. Everybody is that, and the gift is. The vacation and Can the- you imagine how pissed off Cam would be if he had no presents okay, to open? We're still gonna get presents for the kids. You said no presents. That motherfucker gets gifts and I don't? Yeah, he's eight. And Josie will get gifts also. She's three. I have the soul of an eight year old. I have the soul of a three. You can have presents when we come home. I'll buy you presents still. No, I want I if I don't have if I don't have something to rip the wrapping paper off of on Christmas Day, I'll I'm wrap- gonna lose my mind. I'll no, wrap Jane not. up. I'll wrap Jane up for you. There's your present. Nobody wants that. 
Your husband does. Nobody wants that. <laughs> wow. Uh, so anyway, I just think it would be like this is the year where I would be okay with that because I really don't want to be out with a bunch of people. I do see my family on a regular basis, so we've kind of already got that. If you're infected, I'm infected too situation going on. Same. Um, so I think that would be really fun. Again, caveat is only this year will I ever say that or, you know, pending that COVID is still around next year, probably next year also. So there you have it. That's questionable belief. Tell us what you think the perfect COVID vacation would be on the Twitter. Yes. On the twits. On the Twitter. If your answer is none, that's also fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. (laughs) If your answer is, I'm going to put a kiddie pool in my backyard and drink some margaritas, cool. Can I come? I'll wear a mask. No, you have to get your own kiddie pool. Oh, I'll be six feet away. away. That's cool. That's cool. Just a whole deck of individual kiddie pools. You know, it doesn't sound bad. No. I mean, you'd be more comfortable than trying to share one. For sure. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, their feet on one side and my feet on the other. Of the kiddie pool. <laughs> That's just, I was just, just explaining no, the logic. No, just total blank <laughs> stares from Brady. He was like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> Quick, talk about something else that you and Brian have talked about. <laughs> Don't. So if you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter, at GotBeefPod, on, on Instagram. Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> on Instagram at Got Beef Pod, you can email us if you disagree or agree. Probably mostly disagree with anything that we've said this episode. Yeah, probably. Uh, Got Beef Pod at Gmail dot com. You can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, we generally just update things when we upload an episode. So if you're not already subscribed to us on your favorite podcast platform, a fucking do it already mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you won't regret it you fucking heathens b sure follow us on social media as well <laughs> do it we're really cool we promise we're really cool peeps but well, we try to be at least so until next time when we ask the age-old question god beef.